0: I'm joined on the line now by School District 73 Chair Kathleen Carpa. Kathleen, how are you today? I'm excellent, thank you. Good, glad to hear it. So I think it's probably, um, you know, good to start with uh, really probably the thing that everyone wants to talk about. And I know you had the the return to school plan uh, being part of yesterday's meeting. So what what can you tell me right now about this uh, return to school update that you received? I mean, what exactly are you guys looking at right now in terms of that plan to start getting kids back in the classroom?
1: it's a multi-step plan. Um, The first thing is that uh, right now we're working on health and safety protocols so that when staff and students return to the schools that they will be as safe as possible. So that's the first thing that we're working on, that is our priority for this week. Uh, Next week um, we'll be inviting teachers back into schools. Uh, They'll be working their regular hours and they will be getting trained on all of those health and safety protocols that we're putting into place. And we'll start communicating with families to talk about schools for their kids um, and which days might work best for them because we're only going to have half of the kids in a classroom at any one time. So this isn't a full return to school. And we're also going to find out which families are planning on sending their children to school because this is voluntary. Um, not every child, it, we don't expect that every child's going to be coming back to school. Some families may feel uneasy about sending their kids back to school and they may want to keep them at home. So that's the second phase of it is training staff and doing some scheduling. And then once the provincial government tells us, that we have the go-ahead, then we will have um, classes, in-person classes start. But that's totally up to the provincial government to let us know that the province is in the situation where it's safe for kids to come back to school.
0: Okay. Now, when I talked to uh, Superintendent Allison Seto last week, she had basically said that, you know, looking at the 19th, right, May 19th, and, and when we were talking, that felt like it was probably a, a best-case scenario, right? Like, if everything went absolutely perfect and swimmingly, then maybe there could be a return to class on the 19th. I guess, what, what is the earliest date that uh, students might be looking at now? Has that changed at all?
1: That has changed. Um, the earliest date that we're looking at right now is potentially maybe the 25th. We'll be ready for that date. Uh, right now, the provincial government is talking around uh, 1st of June. We will leave that decision as to when kids are coming back to school up to the provincial government. They will determine that, not the school district.
0: Okay, so basically we'll have to wait and see what, what the province approves for t- that uh, return date, and then you guys will kind of follow suit. And, and so I guess when, you, when you're starting to look through some of these schedules, right, you said you're contacting kids to see which days, um, or, or parents, I guess, to see which days their kids might best be able to to come, whether it be a Monday, Tuesday, or a Wednesday, Thursday type of thing. Uh, you know, How long do you think it's going to take to work through all of that, to, to get a real handle on your schedule?
1: So that's what next week is for. So we will be having um, schools contacting parents. Um, We think that it's going to be the teachers that are going to be making contact with the families to find out which families are planning on sending kids to school. Uh, We'll have to be cognizant that uh, some families may want siblings to go on the same days, or they may want them to go on different days, and that's a consideration that we'll have to take. And once we have an idea of numbers, And preferences, then we'll build schedules from there.
0: Okay. Uh, what is it going to look like? Just in terms of like what a normal day would look like, right? We'd probably have um, we're talking K to five students, right? So we're probably talking a full day of class with a couple of recesses built in, and then um, maybe potential even for some after-school activities. So like I assume all of that is not going to be just normal as scheduled. So uh, what what will a day look like? Do you have any idea? Could you maybe paint a picture of what a full school day will look like when a student does get to finally return to school?
1: That's something that we're still working on. That will depend on the health and safety protocols that we put in place. It will depend on the guidelines that come down from the provincial health officer. And so it will not look normal. It will be quite different. And um, I can't give any specifics at this time.
0: Okay. And, and so uh, just to reiterate as well, we are strictly talking K to five students at this point in time and and nothing, no grades beyond that are, are being looked at or can, is there any sort of, um, you know, conversation that's being held when it comes to older students at this point in time?
1: With older students, we will be providing opportunities for some of them to do face-to-face instruction, particularly those students that are finding it a challenge to do remote learning, uh, students that need some extra help to make sure that they're able to complete their grade 12 year. Uh, And those students that are a little bit more vulnerable in their learning. So we will be um, providing some opportunities for those students for face-to-face, but it is not going to be at the same level as for the K-5 to students.
0: Okay, and then I assume those details are probably a little bit further down the road in terms of how that exactly is, is going to work?
1: Exactly. And um, as we finalize plans and get them a little bit more concrete, we will be definitely in communication with families to let them know what's happening and what their options are.
0: Perfect. Um, I think that's about all I have on the return to school plan at this stage. Is there anything else that uh, you wanted to highlight or you think parents maybe are are out there wanting to know a little bit more about before I uh, move on to a different subject?
1: The biggest thing for us is that we are very much focused on the health and safety of our students and our staff. That's our first priority. We're going to do everything that we can to make sure that uh, everyone is safe. And we are doing this at the direction of the Ministry of Education and the Provincial Health Officer. So we are following their guidelines and um, they're the ones that are leading this process.
0: Perfect. Um, one of the other things that I saw yesterday on on the uh, board agenda was talked about international education students. Um, you know. Obviously, it's a revenue generator. I believe it made about $460,000 for the school board last year. And there was, uh, you know, some 200 full-time students, I think just over 205.8 full-time equivalent students that were in attendance, um, I believe, year in the 2019-2020 uh, school year. And, and looking ahead to next year, I mean, is this a program that uh, I know you talked about its viability for next year and that, um, you know, you could manage about 200 full-time equivalent students next school year, but, um, you know, Is this a program that's going to be really challenging to see if it can even go ahead at this point?
1: Um, We fully expect that we will have the International Student Program go ahead. Um, Students that are coming in internationally are exempt from the travel ban. They will still be required to uh, isolate for 14 days once they arrive. So they're going to have to uh, have some extra lead time for when they're arriving. So they're going to have to, like I said, have that 14-day self-isolation. We already have 134 students who have applied for the program to date. So we are uh, feeling that this will go ahead and uh, that we will be, again, working to make sure that the health and safety of everyone involved is uh, top of mind.
0: Why is this an important program, do you think, for SD73? What is it about having international students in our classrooms is is a, a good one for our students?
1: Having the international students in our schools is an excellent opportunity for all of our kids, not just the international students, but for all of our students. They get to uh, understand other cultures. They get to experience um, the world through a different set of eyes, they're able to broaden some connections and broaden their understanding of the world. And it's just a very enriching uh, situation for all of the students that are involved.
0: Perfect. Well, uh, hopefully we do see, um, you know, some resumption of this program. Like you said, you've already had 130 plus kids uh, that have applied to be in it. So obviously there is a demand. We still got quite a, uh, what well, we got four months before school starts. So I'm sure there'll be more demand between now and then. And obviously, like I mentioned, a uh, revenue generator as well. And, and, other uh, intangible uh, benefits that it brings to the school board. Um, we'll we'll get you out of here on this, Kathleen, because you mentioned it before we started uh, officially chatting here. It was um, you know you had your school board meeting last night, and some kids sort of crashed the party. Maybe tell me a little bit about what happened and and why it was, uh, you know, what what was interesting about this um, these art projects that kids were showing off yesterday.
1: So every year we have our young. Artist Conference, and this year it was a little bit different because the kids weren't able to get together in person, and so last night we got to see the results of some of our young artists that we got to see online last night, so they did a slideshow, and each of the young artists was able to speak about their art project, and uh, people may have seen art. On- to showcase the artwork of our young artists, and I believe that's on our website. But last night they were able to those projects to the board. They were able to speak about them, and their project will be uh, showcased at the board office for the next year.
0: And, of course, uh, right now we can't get into the board office because most uh, facilities are, are closed to the public. So um, is there still an opportunity at this point in time for those who want to check out some of these projects to do so?
1: I believe the show is uh, still up on the website, yes.
0: Perfect. Well, uh, thanks so much for taking the time to come on and chat with me. I know uh, lots of kids are excited to get back in the classroom, and I'm sure some parents are excited to see their kids get out of the house as well. And, um, you know, awesome that there's also an opportunity to see some of the work that kids have been uh, doing here over the past, you know, six weeks or so as they have been stuck at home, and obviously they've been productive. So that's great. Thanks so much for doing this,
1: Kathleen. Thank you for having me.
0: That was the board chair for the Kamloops Thompson School Board, Kathleen Carpuck, and her her cell phone tailed out a bit at the end there. But, uh, yeah, she was just saying you can log on to the SD73 website and take a bit of a virtual tour and see some of that artwork that the kids have been up to.